how else to say that. All right, all right, everybody. Uh, we're back again. It is Monday, February fifth, and it is the All Star MMA Live Show. We are back. I'm back with returning guests. But before we get into, uh, you know, talking about MMA and and the UFC and and all the good stuff that happened last weekend, uh, make sure you guys go down into descriptions and download the All Star app. In the app, you guys can uh, customize it to the to the sport that you prefer. Um, like if you prefer like MMA and soccer, you could customize it to where you only get MMA and soccer. And then you could also make picks on UFC fights. Uh, we're going to discuss UFC Vegas 85, which just happened a couple of days ago or yesterday. Uh, but yeah, so if you like making picks and you like watching fights, go in there and make picks and uh, join the 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 groups that they have in there there's a bunch of groups right and some of those groups are like giving out prizes and and uh yeah if you accumulate points or or whatnot so go do it it's it's all fantasy and it's all free hey what's better than free 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 right so go get it <laughs> anyways uh uh UFC Vegas 85 right so uh we're gonna talk about some of the things that have we're never gonna really go over like you know, like the other shows are going over like every single fight and all that bullshit. I ain't going over that shit. That's just too long. We're going to go over the main event and we're not even going to go over the result. We're going to talk about two things that happened in the main event. The number one thing is um, the first round. Uh, Nasruddin Imanbov goes in there. You know what I mean? He's always been dangerous. He's always been a good striker. And Roman Dolize, man, got hit with like 100 strikes in that first round. He was rocked. He was... I thought the fight was going to be finished. You know what I mean? Like, should've it was, been. yeah, it should have been. been. You think so? It should have been, right? But it was, you know who was the ref, right? Yeah. Herb Dean. <laughs> Herb Dean's the new, uh, if he dies, he dies. That's the new, he's the new, if he dies, he dies, he, right? Uh, he gives everybody a lot of benefit of the doubt, I guess. Yeah. But then if he makes a mistake, the next fights, he fin- he stops him early yeah, or he, yeah, like, yeah, it, it makes him, like, it's a trip, man. Like, he used to be, well, he is still one of the best, but he used to be like, the top right like hard yeah he's done so many bro he's always working everywhere yeah everywhere all over the world yeah he's done one he's He's more famous than the fighters yeah oh yeah sure sure sure. yeah like he i've seen him in other countries where people are like taking pictures with him like he's legit like there have been plenty of times where i'm like who the fuck are those guys oh herb dean (laughs) (laughs) so so in the first round right i was like um when I was watching the fight, I was like watching the fight, and after the first round, right, the dude just unloaded crazy like barrage on uh, Roman, and Roman survived, right? A lot of people thought the fight should have been finished. Somebody you know, here thinks that, but it wasn't finished. the The end of the round came. Roman looked like he was messed up, like he was confused, yeah. right? He, I didn't even think he knew where he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. And the thing that I was thinking about in that fight was that Roman was he fighting on autopilot like was he just like on survival mode because if you notice in the round two three and four especially round two and three he would just clinch and just hold yeah for a long yeah Yeah, he was like like i think that he was on autopilot i think he was yeah that's crazy right like how you're at the highest level these are both these guys are top 15 in the world and one guy gets just cleaned in the first and he's on autopilot for two rounds and the other guy can't even finish him but it Actually, it makes me think of uh, Chris Lieben. Chris, uh, do you remember Chris Lieben? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, giant head. 
dude would just like walk through punches right he just yeah. would not it was so hard like guys just couldn't seem to finish him right he's just like walking forward and brawling and then people would ask him there was like an interview where someone asked him like oh how did you get through that and he's like dude i don't remember that that's scary man like mm. to to be essentially like a zombie a zombie yeah well, look at what happened to the zombie now, right? He's retired, but look at his last couple of fights. Yeah. That stuff catches up to you. Like, that fighting style. Like, the Roman doesn't fight like that. He no. just had to survive, right? Yeah. So he survived to the end of the fight. That's nuts, right? First round, he gets cleaned, and he survives to the fifth round to the decision. Man, props to Roman yeah. for doing that, oh, right? 100%. He's tough as hell. Yeah. I'm above. He you gotta understand how tired you get from trying to finish mm. somebody that won't get finished. That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. or that is the most tired thing too. Just beating up on the brick, like that, that's <laughs> beating up on the brick. brick. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, I guess damage doesn't get you tired, or I, does it? It's, it does. It does. But it's mentally too. Yeah. It, there's it, that drain of like, <laughs> like ow. Yeah. But I think. I think the thing is, is a lot of the time when you're getting damaged, you're also kind of maybe you're shelling up. You're not exerting as much. You're just that, right? So it's less on the gas tank, and I think it's more on the mental. Yeah. Whereas when you're exerting yourself, it's like when you hit pads, right? Pads can be exhausting. Well, when you fight, when you or when you spar, you're not only being offensive for the entire round or not mm -hmm. usually yeah, right yeah. so then usually fighting is like less exhausting in a lot of ways than like hitting pads and the pace is slower and the pace is slower yeah hitting pads is exhausting mm -hmm. it yeah. is exhausting so you go five five minute round uh, yeah. like full strength like yeah. kicking and punching especially kicking it seems like kicking will get you gassed oh. Unless you're super conditioned and Muay Thai guy, yeah. just yeah, yeah even them, you know. But even them, they're not even like kicking like MMA fighters kick. No, you know, I mean, it's a little different, right? Yeah. Like you're, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like MMA fighters are putting more into the, more into their strikes, probably than the Muay Thai fighters. You know, what I mean, Muay Thai fighters they'll like touch you, touch you, touch you, touch you, and then they'll go blast. Yeah, blast. Yeah. Some MMA fighters do that, but I think. You know, most of them are like they're trying to knock you out because yeah. the gloves are so small. So like yeah. you touch them, it's uh, I it's do, over. I do think you know, with small gloves, it just feels like every shot counts. Every shot can just drop. Yeah, one shot can end the fight with a cut. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, at the wrong spot. Like that's why I love elbows. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> elbows should be legal anywhere, everywhere, knees as well. Um, so have you had that experience in a fight? Like, have you had the experience of like, where you got like, got caught, got hurt. And then you're like, man, I have to survive, but you don't remember. Like, not, I don't remember. Um, I had two different Muay Thai fights where the both opponents were significantly more experienced than I was. And after the first round, it was pretty obvious that I wasn't winning that, but I, uh, I've always tried to have the mentality of like, all right, if I'm destined to lose this, I'm going to make you look as bad as possible as I'm losing. Mm -hmm. Right. Like for, for me, I, I want to show as much heart as I can. 
right? And I want to try to like take him down with a fighting chance or whatever, you know, like both of those were Muay Thai fights. The one fight, um, I got finished with leg kicks. And I remember I like dropped from one of the kicks. I got up, kneed him in the gut. And I just remember him kind of being surprised that I still was trying to push forward and stuff. But I mean, I don't know, 10 kicks later and I was like hobbling and my, my corner threw in the towel. But I was proud of myself for the fact that you didn't quit. I didn't quit. Exactly. Or I've, I fought a Thai once in a Muay Thai fight. And I just remember his knees and everything. Like it was to the point where my eyes were looking for air. That's when you know it's bad. You're like, <laughs> and uh, I just remember thinking, like, still catching, you know, I think I swept him twice after I was, you know, winded and just thinking, like, fuck this, man. Like, I got to get through this and I got to make sure that he doesn't look flawless. I don't want my opponent to ever look flawless, even if they're going to beat me. Like, you will not get a flawless victory on me. <laughs> I hope not. Nah. You hope not, right? Like, but that's the thing is, like, I think, you know, credit to Dolice. Dolice, yeah. That's how you say his name. Um, like, Dolice, you're talking about? Dolice, yeah. When you fight through it, you know, like, he, he was able to make, I like him, Avav, actually. Like, I think he's, a really amazing fighter and he was able to make him like less of a mythical you know like when the guy comes in and sparks you and finishes you in the first round and everything that's gonna that looks a lot different than you surviving and it, you end up making it a five round fight instead like he he was able to sort of how, how do i want to put it like he didn't drop in anybody's eyes like he looked like he, a stud you know what i'm saying like yeah he, was he like he didn't look like no bitch basically yeah, yeah exactly you know he was still able to go to war after basically losing the like basically dying battle. dying and coming back yeah you know, exactly right? like to to get 10 aided in the first round yeah and then and then still be able to make it a war after that that's that's way harder to me than than it being a war from the get-go and everything and and then you get 10 aided at the end or something you know like well there was a couple of rounds after that i think the second or third round where he got hit a couple times hard yeah he got hard he like it could have dropped him and like, that's even harder because it'd be times where if you look if you really watch fights you see people quit yeah it, every fight like you see somebody quit bro he didn't quit so it just shows you who he is like you like when you fight you see a person real personality and you that's not a quitter you yeah. can't do nothing but res respect them yeah the Georgia boys are tough man I'm not talking about the state I'm talking about the country yeah, yeah, yeah. both both, <laughs> both. Yeah. I knew you were gonna say something I knew you were gonna say something all, all us Georgia boys hold your pictures I'm from Georgia and then you're like Everybody asked that they be like Georgia the country yeah I was like sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> Georgia I'm the first first one yeah. Come out. <laughs> <laughs> the first one. Like, check it out. Anyway, yeah, man, those Georgia boys are tough because, like, you got Marab. He's from Georgia. He's super, you train with Marab. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I train with Marab. Like, I I helped him with both the Aldo camp and the Yan camp, mm -hmm. and that was tiring. <laughs> <laughs> what did he take a tenth? Like what? 
42? 40, 42 takedowns? 42? Yeah, yeah, something like 42. that. 42, You know, Peter Yan went into that fight with, like, a, a injured shoulder and a, and, a, and a torn up leg, and he still survived Mirab for five rounds? Man, I mean, think about that mental toughness. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just found that out. I had no I, idea. I, I interviewed yeah. his uh, manager. And oh, uh, Rubenstein. Yeah. Um, Saya. Oh, okay. Rubenstein, yeah, same thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he told me that. He told me that. Yeah, Peter. Those are the injuries that he had going into the fight. But he was never gonna pull out. Yeah, that's of course. Peter. Yeah, that's Peter him. Would right? never pull out. He would have he could have one arm chopped off. He'd still go in and fight. You know what I mean? Like that's the mentality. Yeah. Right? Like, and he's from Siberia, <laughs> which is like it's cold up there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would never go up there unless I had to. Right? It's just it's cold. We live in paradise. Yeah. That's the opposite. No wonder he comes here to do camp. Um. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah. What about the? What do you think about the the kick though? Like, remember, uh, Roman was like playing the game with the hand, yeah. three point stance type yeah. thing, and then I was about, hey, he did that slick, like, kind of grab, like, clinched him, but then threw up the kick from like this way and mm. hit him like he hit him pretty good. Like, I mm. thought he was a pretty. I think kick. if you plan the game, you plan it. You can't play with five. Mm. So. Yeah. If it was me, I would have kicked him through. Like, bro, I'm not gonna sit up here and just this is a fight. This is war. I'm not gonna no. It's I mean, I think it's it's always really impressive when somebody is able to use a rule set to their advantage. But when is that nitpicky? Yeah, it's no loophole. I, you can't really catch it. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Because you're playing with a human body, it's not like well, and it's hard, words, right? and you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like a rule, it's there is if your hand is down, you can't get hit. If your hand is up, you can't get well, hit. But if you're doing this, yeah. and I think, th yeah. But it's not even that. Like, they also, like, they'll be like, well, was it weighted? Was it weight-bearing or not? And things like that. Like, I cornered How I cornered Gion when she need yeah. Mandy, right? And um, and then it was like, well, was it was the knee weight-bearing? Was it not? And And all that stuff. And it's like, honestly, man, like, she was just sitting there and I remember seeing it in the moment and Jihan was kneeing the body and she turned her head and she threw another knee and it just happened to catch Mandy. Mm -hmm. And it's just sort of like, it's one of those really unfortunate situations where you got beat by a rule set in what, in what was essentially an accidental strike to the head when it, and it's like, it's up to the ref too. It is, and the refereeing and that incident was terrible. Yeah. But but it's like, look, man, if if I'm bent over and the only difference is whether or not I have my hand on the ground, and yeah. like that doesn't that, that makes sense. Like well, you should I, from a fighter's perspective, right? Like, but from a referee's perspective, like you have to enforce yeah. the rules. You know, yeah. so it's like. It's hard to like, it's hard to say, you know what I mean? Is he using his like personal viewpoint on the rule? Yeah. Or is he using, cause it's like, it, he hit him clean. Like it was like, he hit him when he had his hand down. It's, without a doubt, if you watch the fight, right? But, you know, I thought, you know what I thought was gonna happen? I thought Roman was done. I thought, dude, he just took the beating of his life in the first round and he just got kicked in the face with his head like, pretty close to the mat, right? I was like, he's done. Like, he could walk away from this no contest and rematch. Yeah. 
He could have done that if he was thinking, right? But he's not. His his brain is shook enough, right? Well, it's just like, uh, wasn't it John Jones and Anthony Smith? Exactly. Yeah. He sh- Anthony Smith should have took the DQ. He would have uh, he been, been the champ. Exactly. Yeah. Right? He would have won. He would have. But it's still like. But then he would have fought again, and he would have been the champ, and John Jones would have been the challenger. Like. Yeah, but you I, don't think about those things. I don't yeah, think you're the case, not right? on the fly. No, no. I Your mean, coach has to tell you something. But I mean, they're like, that's why they say, "Coach, don't talk. Don't talk to the fighter." Yeah, yeah. That's the reason. That I was think. the whole Aljo thing, though, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the reason why Aljo originally got the belt, mm. right? Now, I do think he did a good job, sort of proving that he deserved that belt. Those were close fights, but. um but yeah, I mean, he got it, got it originally from a knee to the head when he yeah. was down. Uh, they definitely need to um, change the rules. I, I just I just think that you should be able to uh, not soccer kick, but I feel like you should be able to kick somebody or knee somebody with their hand down, three point stance. Four Look point at one. Stance. It's not. Yeah, yeah. You, never, you never see any issues with that in one because there is none. Uh, the biggest issue with it in one is people are so used to the UFC yeah. that. Every time it happens in one, the announcers go in one championship, knees to the head on a downed opponent are illegal. <laughs> you know, and it's like yeah, they reiterate. Yeah, they, yeah. They remind people because somebody will be online like, "Oh my god, they let people like." There's no rules. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, yeah, like that. They they definitely need to change that. Some some reason like I don't they understand. are. They yeah. say it, they do. They are, yeah. but it's like. What are they going to really do? You know what I mean? Like, are they really going to change it? And it's going to change across, like, the all the commissions? Or is it just going to be Vegas? Or, like, because, you know, like, certain states, when you go fight, there are different rules. Different There's rules. different rules. Yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. Like, it's not, it's like saying, like, oh, you're going to go play football in Montana. But Montana has different rules on the yeah, field. Yeah. And you got to adjust to it every week that you play somebody else. It's like fighting, too. You, oh, you're going to go fight in South Dakota. South Dakota's rules are um, no elbows, Mm -hmm. but you've been like known for elbows and, you know, you've been fighting for 10 years with the elbows. Now all of a sudden they have to tell you like no elbows and you're fighting for the UFC. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, I've only fought in the States twice. Mm -hmm. And the one time I was left to my own devices, like every other fight that I've ever had. And then when I fought in Vegas, the commission was following me everywhere and they were following me everywhere they had uh, i had to get permission to use the toilet i had uh i also had to like pee in a cup before my fight and like all this different stuff and i was like yo what what is going on and they're like oh well um nevada state athletic commission you know we our rule set is that we have to follow the fighter as soon as they check into the venue you have like, and so I wasn't allowed to go into the crowd and say hello to my family when they first came in. I wasn't allowed to like interact with anybody. I had somebody watching me. There was no caffeine allowed. Like it was all different. And I had never experienced that before. And I was like, this is weird. <laughs> a little over the top, right? It mm-hmm. felt over the top, especially for like, I mean, it's a, it was a good promotion. Tough enough is a yeah. really good one, but it's still like a regional promotion, you know, it's, it's not the UFC, you know, and, and having cornered in the UFC, they don't do that to them. Right. So it's like, if they don't do that to them in the UFC, why are they doing it to 
other people. I mean, it sounds like some people want to be important. Yeah. And be in control. Like. Yeah. And like have some kind of power. Because yeah. they'd be like, hey, I'm in the Nevada State Athletic Commission. I am an officer. It was interesting. Power tripping, for sure. Yeah, it was, see, it was interesting. Those dudes are untouchable. Mm-hmm. The judges that work for them, the referee, they're pretty much untouchable. Like, have you ever seen, like, a judge get penalized? I've never seen a judge. Like, I've never seen them. Like, I don't even know how do you even become a judge. Well, like, like courses. A lot of the judges are from boxing, too, which is yeah. stupid. But, like, they're not even <laughs> fighters. Yeah. They that's never, yeah, most of that's the weird fighters. part about it. That's, like... I don't know me working at a five star restaurant and I never cooked. Like it's like it's weird, bro. Yeah, it is odd, man. I I always like like when the UFC's happening and I'm like watching the UFC, I'm always like tweeting like just talking shit about commissions. <laughs> and if there's a referee mistake, I'd be like the commission's a fucking joke, <laughs> or uh, something like the the judge. It'll be like judges are you know paid government shills. You know what I mean? Like yeah, just write <laughs> stuff like that because. They're untouchable, man. They can't get fired, really. Like, it's it's weird, right? It's just, and then the yeah. UFC just lets it happen because they're in bed with them, too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, without them, they don't, you know, they don't exist. So. Yeah. But uh, the co event was uh, Hanato Morcano, which is, you know, Money Morcano, right? Mm-hmm. Against uh, Drew Dober. That's a, that's a fire fight, right? Yeah, yeah. See, ahead of the fight, Drew, Drew Dober is talking about, I'm going to go in there. Hanato's like, I'm going to knock this dude out. What did Hanato Morcano do? He got hit a couple times and said, uh-oh, this dude hit kind of hard. So he started wrestling, right? Smart move. But we expected you, Hanato, to go out there and bang. And bang. bang. Yeah. Because you talk all that. You're money Morcano. You're exciting. You know, you talk up that. Like, you got to go out there and do it, I think. Everybody you got mean? a plan until they get hit in the face. That's right. Yeah, exactly. That's what I noticed in the first round when they started. Like, Hanato came out, and I, you know, I like Hanato. He's he's good. Like, he, you know, his style is fun to watch and all that. But I did not expect him to be grappling like that against Drew Dober because he went out there and like went toe to toe with the zombie, got knocked. Well, I guess a lot of times when he got toe to toe, he got knocked out. The <laughs> yeah. zombie knocked him out, and Fiziev knocked him out. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a few, but that's that's who Volcano was. Like we were mm-hmm. like, yeah, this dude, he's really good. He he could fight on the ground. He could he could bang on on the feet. But man, it was kind of disappointing to watch him just like grapple uh, Dober. But maybe he was on autopilot as well when he yeah. got cracked a few mm-hmm. times, right? So I gotta look at. I gotta give. I gotta be fair to him, but. Not the fight I expected, man. Seems like Dober just hits like a truck, though, yeah. man. Like, like, yeah, and that's his weakness. He's grappling. Yeah, yeah. Dober's the Asian Lee Kai Win. You know that, right? <laughs> and Lee Kai Win is the Asian Drew Dober. Yeah, they yeah. kind of look the same, you know. What I mean? They really do. They yeah, kind of yeah. fight the same too, yeah. in a way, right? Um, but anyways, yeah, that was a. Uh, I just wanted to say it was disappointing, man. There were some. Uh, uh, a good performances, but like nothing too crazy and nothing uh, too like. I thought Molly did good. Got her armbar win. Proved, proved it. Proved the daughter's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, but look at who she fought. What? Just listen. Just look at who she fought. Uh, I think it was just like, oh my god. But I, I think she'll, I think she'll end up going on a good run though. One thing that makes Molly different from a lot of girls is molly is a berserker like when she sees you hurt she's not afraid to go in and try to finish you 
a lot of these girls they don't have that mm. for some reason killer instinct yeah but molly does that's why molly is like that's why you've seen her hit that spinning elbow and yeah, like yeah, that. yeah 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 because she's just like oh i'm gonna go in there and fight she hits kill switch mode yeah, yeah. and other girls they some girls they're good and they're talented and wear more technical than molly mccann but they probably won't beat her just because of that reason they don't have that like mm. even the submission the arm bar that was clean right yeah it was one second left in the first round. It was round. killer instinct. Like it, it was killer yeah. instinct, yeah. right? I bet you her coaches probably said, what? five seconds left, go for something, you know, go for the arm bar, right, or something. They must have said something to her, right? Probably, yeah. And uh, she went for it, and she got it, and snapped that girl's arm. Oh, man. But uh, I look nasty. But yeah. I'm going to be fair with you. Uh, Diana Delvita, not very good, man. Like, very, very low level in that division. Like, uh, and I don't want to talk shit about her, but it's just the truth. You watch her fights, it's just... She's cute. They are cute. But it's just like, when are we going to get rid of that? When are we yeah. going to stop that? Where like, just because Instagram they followers and cute and sexy doesn't become like the driving force of you getting into the UFC. But it's, but that's, that's where they get the views from too. True. Yeah. I mean, it's always that balance, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like, I think for a lot of guys, it's like the shit talking factor. Right, is that's the views and that's the thing, and then there's also the girls and yeah. that's the the look factor, right, or the Instagram follower factor. Um, yeah, yeah it's it's a trip. The uh, only fan factor. My guy, uh, Charles Johnson, man, he got a big win, dude. He was on like a three fight losing streak, last fight on his contract, took this fight short notice, and it was against a like like a highly touted prospect, undefeated from Kazakhstan, and beat him. Energy, energy, man. I love the guy. The guy is great, man. He's uh always like he's been out here a few times. Yeah, he was at Tiger one. Yeah, but uh, like the last time he was out here, I just missed him because I was like, I just had left back to Korea. But yeah, always cool dude. You know what I mean? Like he's always like very realistic about his situation, and he knew like if he didn't win this, Mm. but he's always exciting. Like his fights are always good. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. That always helps, right? Yeah, that always help. pushes it forward. I hope they re-sign him, you know, because sometimes you fight out your contract, they just they just don't let want to resign mm-hmm. you. But he's a flyweight. He has an exciting style, and he was like the second most tested fighter in the UFC. Did you know that? I know, Why are they yeah. testing a flyweight more than everybody else? We are. No we are the Noodle Boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. EPL. Maybe, but like maybe because he travels a lot, I don't know. But like he, I would never expect him to be on anything. Who was the first most? Yuri. Yeah, Yuri was tested like sixty times or something last year. That's crazy, right? That's like once a week. Jeez, man. Yeah, he said that they were coming like twice a week. I'm telling you, people are snitching on fighters, man. I'm telling you right now. There's people snitching on other fighters in the UFC. There's the it's uh, gotta be Usada Gestapo. No, Usada's gone. Oh well, they got a new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. the same thing. But I'm just saying, like, I'm guaranteeing you, like, you're also in when the new drug testing came in. You know, the the drug free sports international, which mm-hmm. controls like the NFL and all yeah. that. And if you read like the stuff that they're like they're implementing, you're like, man, there's a lot of. Leeway, yeah, it's, mm. it's kind of <laughs> like you know, like 
it's almost like McGregor's coming back. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely coming back. But there's a lot of interesting, like picogram levels. Yeah. Things, right? <laughs> you know, it's it's it's, it's kind of odd, but uh, but yeah, just you know, I feel bad for him, man, because it's like I would never, because he was like a all state track, track and field energy. Yeah. Yeah. So he has cardio for days. He was yeah. runner. You know what I mean? Like he ran, and on top of that, he wrestled. Like that's like a crazy that, combination right there. But again, I think I think that's the thing is like when someone has unbelievable uh, unbelievable cardio or something, now people go after Dillashaw. People go, hmm, maybe he's on EPO. Whereas like, you know, I think the bigger guys, it's more like, oh, is he on steroids? You know, like there's there's always like, I think well, smaller divisions. Oh, so you're saying that there's different. Like I bet PEDs you, for different. Yeah, I bet you different stigmas for each. Different yeah. stigma for what the PED might be because, as a smaller guy, and everything, guys are fast. And when I'm out out of shape, they feel faster. <laughs> like I'm like, ah shit, this guy is like hitting me with the fucking Bruce Lee. Like, and I'm like, yeah. ah. <laughs> I get stun gunned. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you know. Let's be realistic. <laughs> Steroids is everywhere. Yeah, it's yeah. available all over the world. Certain countries where you can buy it in a pharmacy. Yeah. There's a list. That you, you know, what do you need? What do you want? Right? So it's like, go test those fighters. Go yeah, test yeah. those countries. You know what I mean? Like, those. that's the one you be, should be looking at. Or yeah. the fighters that have lots of money. Yeah. Because they could just have doctors fly in. You know what I mean? And like... Get Especially married. the ones that are Irish and fight on yachts. <laughs> yeah. Well, he has his own USADA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, think about how rich he is. Like, he could test himself. Yeah. He could hire a guy that worked for USADA and have him test him every week. Like, that's just the reality of it, right? Yeah. But the thing is, like, he was never in competition. So it's like, would you, would you, would that be fair? Like, would you, do you think that that should be allowed? Like, if you get injured, right? And you're not going to fight anytime soon. And 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 the DFSI knows that. Do you think it'd be fair to like okay to heal faster? I, You're not going to compete anytime soon. Yeah, I I actually to be honest, I don't blame him for that. That's an awful injury, mm -hmm. right? Snapping your shin. Like I don't blame Anderson Silva for the fact that he also took steroids after that injury and everything, because that's a terrifying injury. But you. You gotta be clean for long, like yeah. for six a months. yeah. You gotta do that six months. Do the six months, man, <laughs> and then you know, like. But I, I mean, I don't know if me personally, like, this is also a, you know, burn that bridge when you cross it mm -hmm. kind of thing. You know, like, you can't really know what you would do until you're actually in that situation. I think, sure. but I definitely. For me, I don't see myself ever being like, well, I've snapped my shin. I'm going to be on, I'm going to use some PEDs. But I can also be like, if there's an injury that someone would probably want to use PEDs for, yeah, come back from that. Because what, wasn't Chris Weidman, he did it clean and he ended up having to have a, another surgery because when True. when his, his didn't take, right? So, I mean, if there's an injury, like, Look, man, your legs like snapped in half where it's not supposed to be snapped in half. You know those little, what is it called, peperos? 
Yeah, you know what I mean. I think it should be allowed. Yeah, because if you get pneumonia or something, they have to give you steroid. They have to. Yeah. So if you get sick, super sick, they have to give you. Same thing. If I snap my leg and I want to come back, I don't care. Just be, just be clean for six. Yeah, months. I'll be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know, learn, that's six months. Yeah. Clean, because the thing about that knee injury, right? But then let's say you could take steroids and not like your knee is like something's wrong with your knee, right? Let's say you got a torn ACL or whatever. But let's say you get the surgery. But then, yeah, of course. So you've been through it. You understand it. Imagine you get the surgery, but then they have this like, um, it's not even, you don't even call it a PED. You call it like medicine, right? Because yeah, yeah. you're healing. You have to yeah. heal, right? So let's say they do have something that they could inject into your knee. They, Instead of uh, they do. That's peptides, six, yeah, peptides yeah. or something like that, right? Or what they spin the blood and they re yeah, 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 yeah. right? They do have that, right? But that's not that's allowed though, right? I think, think it's so. allowed. I think some peptides, yeah. are, are, some but, are not all. Yeah, it they but, classify them. I think. But I say I say like anything that could heal you faster, because because the threshold of a fighter, like their career and their prime, is so short. And I think like you should put you should consider all of that stuff. Yeah, I mean it. So my first ACL tear was uh, October of 2018. And I had complications basically with the surgery that I was unaware of. And uh, because of that and because of uh, political things that were happening and, and uh, back home, uh, I was supposed to fight. Took me until March 2020. And then we all know what happened March 2020, COVID hit. And then I was walking down the street and I tripped on a sidewalk and I retore my ACL a second time in 2021. And um, and then that that surgery, though, because I knew what to do, and because even without, you know, peptides or this or that, just having the knowledge felt like a cheat. Like having that knowledge of being like, Oh, okay, I need a prehab and get my leg really strong and not like just baby it and everything. And I was running like faster, like um, 6Ks than I think I've ever run and lifting more and all this stuff and got an allograft and the recovery was way shorter just from knowledge. Mm. So imagine, imagine, you know, also adding peptides to that or adding, you know, whatever. I think it's just, it took four years out of my career, my my ACL tears, my two That's ACL tears. Four years out of my career. Listen to that. Yeah. Four years is like 20, 23 to 27. That's a huge chunk of your life, man. Yeah, man. It sucked. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It should be allowed. Like. For injuries. Yeah. I it mean. It shouldn't even be called steroids. It should be called help. It should yeah. be called healing. Like, yeah. It should be called medicine. Yeah. You and, know what I mean? And yeah, I mean, just circling back to, I guess, what my point was, was that that second time was so much smoother and went so much better just because I had the right surgeon, mm. because I had the right surgery, because I had the right knowledge of prehab and rehab. And then if you added peptides or you added, you know, help <laughs> to it, you know, maybe I would have felt like I was ready to have a professional fight in 12 months and everything because I felt like, oh, let's wait. Let's give it like 15 months. And then, you know, 
15 months is a long time. Yeah, man. Think and about Tony Ferguson. He came back in six. So, you know, yeah, he had to go on some. Yeah, I know. I guarantee you his knee is jacked up to this yeah. day. Yeah. He was kicking like a steel pole with a knee. I was like, what are you proving with that? That he on gear? That's all I get. Yeah. yeah. Actually. Yeah, that's actually a <laughs> yeah. good conspiracy theory right there. Not really, but yeah. Really? You, know, you would always think when you see Tony Ferguson that he's all natural, man. He's a fighter, right? Like people always say that like because they believe, you know, they think, things about a fighter. But they really, but I think. Also, people, when they, even me a little bit, is like when you think of steroids, you think of like, bump, yeah, yeah, right? And, and it's like, that's not really, that's, the, not. that's not the case. It's recovery, right? If, if I'm on steroids and it just means I can train like three times a day and feel like I'm like Yeah, but that's 15. not healing though. You know what I mean? Like I understand. You know that's that's that should be illegal. Like if it's helping you during training. Camp, well, exactly. But that, sessions, but that's what yeah, I'm saying like, is yeah. yeah. But what I mean yeah. is you know like the the steroids and everything. Like those guys are that big because they train really hard. To be fair to them, they train super yeah. hard and they but they're they able. Can, to, they can. They can. They have get like the, yeah. the steroids give them. It heals them it, so that they can go again it and gives it you the you superpower yeah of of like being able to be like yeah i train six six hours a day non-stop and i'm fine and it's and you're like yo that's not that's not normal let me let me check your ass cheeks <laughs> no hobo put them pants down put them pants you got down. little red spots what's going on like, you got some back knee yeah man it's Oh man, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I'm, you know, just to reiterate, like I don't support the use of steroids, but if if let's say they had an injury list, like other sports, and you could go on the injury list, but you gotta prove that you are actually injured, you gotta have doctor's notes, and you have to give them everything that says what you're taking. That's actually a super interesting concept. They need that. But they but they do though, because when um Khabib's cousin. The one that's the belly toucher. No. Oh, oh um, yeah. When he got popped, he said that that he had a doctor's note for his heart or something. And they and he had told them. So I think it is a certain list that you can get on. Well, there's an exemption. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exemption, yeah. but but that's for like medical condition, right? Like, yeah. And it's not like something that you can cure. Yeah, I think he means like an automatic list of you being like, hey, look, my knee's fucked up. And then they probably pull you out of the just the automatically cool. pull you pull you, you, pull you up all right yeah they're just like all right you're you're you need recovery you know and then it's you know free reign dude i think since the ufc is the the pinnacle right of mma they need to have that they need to be the ones that set the trends yeah. for all the other promotions yeah. right and th that's yeah. they've been doing that but they need to do it now for this because it's going in a bad direction, right? Because if they start allowing, it just goes back to the Chris Lieben days. Yeah, right. you know, I mean, it's the Wild West. You get you get tested during fight week, and that's it. Imagine what you can do if you just get tested during. It's oh, yeah. they said it's not an IQ test. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not an IQ test, but yeah, it's there's got to be an injury list, and you when you go on an injury list, the matchmakers can't match you up. You're kind of like on semi-retirement because you have an injury 
and you 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 provide all the documents and mm -hmm. the the doctor's notes and, and all the paperwork because it has you to go, be legit yeah and i think legit. that the ufc has to have a their own medical staff to look at you too because anybody can go and force oh, they do they yeah do. they do have it at the pi yeah right? they do yeah. they do because there's They're a lot very, of fighters that very like good medical three, staff three right? weeks out four weeks out you know talking to them like interviewing fighters in the ufc a lot of them will tell you like yo i, I was injured ahead of that fight i went to the pi they worked on me for like three weeks mm -hmm. like you hear that a lot so the ufc is trying to you know make fighters better but sometimes it just doesn't work you know what i mean yeah like, yeah i mean too injured like the injury is <laughs> too bad they're too broken sometimes yeah. and and that's the thing though is that they'll they'll they just keep it under wraps and they're like yeah you know that's like the worst. i but i have no choice in the way yeah you know i i get it like yeah i, I completely get it but we that's an interesting concept man i think that they should try that you know what i mean because imagine if you could do that and then you get an injury, right? Like a shoulder injury, like Geary did. You know what I mean? Like you could just go and say, "Yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, um, what is it called? I'm not gonna be on the roster. Yeah. Pull me from the roster. Put me on the injured reserve or injury list. Injury reserve. Means, yeah, yeah, injury yeah. reserve. Because I got a shoulder injury. I need to get surgery, and I'm, you know, I need to be able to use the medicine, right? which is the steroids we call it steroids because steroids is medicine right yeah. anyways and, and to heal faster and then when i come back i'll test for six months because imagine if you could heal faster that means what you could test for six months and still train for yes. six months yeah yes. and then come back and fight like that's a that's a good policy i think i think some guys the one reason why they wouldn't want to do that is because they probably want to they want to do a tony ferguson and they want to be back and six months after you know after injury and they want to yeah wanna. yeah they want to yeah. but i <laughs> that's the only thing that you know fighters gonna have fighter spirit right yeah. they're gonna i mean honestly we're dumb like <laughs> like yeah. we are like like i will if i have a fight booked i will do anything i can yeah. to make sure that that fight happens and like sometimes you we're our own worst enemy right like it's just like he could look at me and be like max you are so broken right now take a rest or max like this is not a good idea for you to have this fight and everything you broke your arm <laughs> you know something yeah. like that and it's like in my head i'd be like no because i'm quitting that no because of this no because of that it's all mental it's all mental i do think there's another aspect of like if you don't fight, you don't get paid. And so there's that aspect too, right? If 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 fighters were had a salary, a salary, yeah, like even you, like a a two k a month, man, just something, just something to help you live, you know, and like something you know that in your back of your mind is coming in. Yeah, because it's it's hard to say no to a fight when you're like this is like if i'm budgeting myself i'm budgeting that i'm fighting in three times that year and then i you know my salary is gonna like or not salary my pay is gonna be around that i budget that you know what i mean and it's like then suddenly it's like oh no i got injured and i gotta pay these medical bills and i don't get paid <laughs> and it's like well this sucks yeah those medical bills would, would yeah i mean you, 
so, so bad. That's why I think, yeah, I mean, it would it would definitely be different. Fighters, I think fighters would be less dumb if there was a salary. Yeah, but these promotions, man, they don't give a fuck about them. I mean, last time we were on, we were looking at the contracts. Yeah, mm-hmm. there, there's some new stuff that came out with Dana White. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and, and John Jones and stuff. We'll, we might get into that a little bit later or maybe save it for another day. Um, let's move on to uh, another topic, fake UFC news. You know, I mean, it's been happening a lot lately. Yeah. Like, they, like Dana White. Dana White is doing the fake UFC news. It's going to happen more. He's getting too oiled. He's coming out. On like live Instagram or whatnot or whatever YouTube, and announcing fights, right? So recently he announced Sean Brady versus Vicente Luque for the main event, March thirtieth, UFC Atlantic City, and Sean Brady was injured, and he had he announced that he's injured, and then it's just said right here the bout was never officially signed by Brady it was dealing with an ongoing injury, so he was dealing with an injury, and then they announced this fight. He didn't even sign the fight. That's pressure, though. That's what I'm saying. And you know what? what the Dustin Poirier situation, too. Did you see yeah. that? Well, the yeah. Dustin Poirier Same situation. I, yeah, I mean, that, I think that was, I mean, I know nothing was signed, but I think that was, in a way, smart just because things weren't, they weren't able to find, like, a, a common ground. And so he was like, ah, oh, guys, sorry, fight's off. And then suddenly everything worked, you know? Yeah. And so it does... It's like it's nice to see that like uh Dustin was money white. Yeah, he was able to play the game yeah. and and get what he wanted. He got the fight and, and everything like that. That would be a cool fight to see. Yeah, yeah, it was a trip because like um Saint Denis, right? He's fighting Saint Denis and Saint yeah. Denis had like a like text messages back and forth with Dana White and he it posted him. Yeah, somebody posted him. I remember somebody posted him and uh yeah, stupid. Like, why would you do that? But somebody posted him. I think Saint Denis can't posted him. And it said like Dana White and Saint Denis talking about the Poirier fight, and he's like, "It's a done deal," blah blah. So he's like, "Oh, it's a done deal." It's like, how do you know? Dustin Poirier is not telling you it's a done deal. They tell you, "Yeah, you're gonna believe them." Yeah. But it's like, it's weird. This like, it's the telephone this sport game. It's so weird in in it's too in that open. Like it's like yeah. it's like wide open. There's no like structure almost. It feels like the Wild West. Yeah. When you compare it to other Wild sports, West. right? Yeah. You got to think about it. When you compare it to other sports, you don't see other sports like people just coming out in other sports and just blatantly lying about shit. Yeah. And yeah. then they print it all in the news and then people discuss it and get mad or they like it. And then it moves on to the next thing. Yeah. Like you don't see that happening there's in other repercussions. sports. Yeah, there's, there's repercussions. More, yeah. You can't like reveal things and lie about stuff. And people will come back and be like, yo. Could you imagine like an international rugby game and they're like <laughs> like fiji is like the match with south africa is is not happening or something and yeah. in order to make it happen like how ridiculous is that <laughs> like yeah that's what i'm saying it's like it's it's very odd right it's just not structured well and i think it, <coughs> it all is it looked kind of bad to me it does but it's on greed man but how greedy can you be? You're the number one in the That's world. That's what I'm saying. If you, yeah, now that as you say that, if I'm, let's hypothetically say the richest person in the whole world, I'm going to do everything that I can around for all the people that I can because I know I'm the richest person. So with the UFC being number one, I don't see why they act like they're number one. I don't see why they don't take that as 
pressure to keep being number one. Mm. Like they're like getting cocky. I don't know, man. I think I think in an, a lot of ways they were able to build up to being a billion dollar company because of the ways the that they mistreated the fighters. And I think they're stuck in that mindset. It's like having billions of dollars, but but still eating from Seven Eleven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. oh man, there's nothing better than uh, cha chan tang food. <laughs> I'm eating from that greasy hey, spoon. Fifteen baht rice is not oh, bad. Oh man, it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, right. It's a pretty good deal. But oh no. But yeah, like with um, you know, like with the UFC, like it's the pinnacle of the sport, right? So it's just like there's no denying that. Right. But then there's a lot of holes to it. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things that you could nitpick of like their their strategy and the type of stuff that they're doing. But the thing is, is like they're allowing them to do it. So they're just continuing to do it. And then everybody else does it because they exactly. set the standard. Exactly. There is no fighters um, like a union. That's yeah. the thing. There's no union. And, and it, you know, I don't think there ever will be it's... unless they pass laws. That's the only thing they could do. The other thing is, and it's, there's too many fighters that are willing to actually like take a pay cut to be in the UFC. That's the worst, dude. Like, like they and get, I understand them though, because the no, pay I get is it. so low. Yeah. The pay is so low that you get paid low at the highest level. That's just the sad situation, right? Yeah. And you know, people talk about, oh, you know, men and women are equal in MMA. There's a reason why it's equal. Because everybody's getting shitted on together. Yeah. <laughs> As a group. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like there's an NBA and a WNBA, right? It's not like that. No. Everybody's in the same promotion, getting paid the same amount. We're all in the same toilet. A, exactly. And there's an equality to that. Yeah. Right? So you could you could spin it if you really want. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, they believe that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, let's say if you enter the UFC and your regular pay would be like 25 and 25. And the, the women would get 25. Yeah, then it's like, okay, that's equality. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Because you could fight once or maybe even twice a year and you could still live. Okay. Bro, that's a doctor. Yeah. A doctor makes $100,000 a year. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's fine. Like, but, but also, even just the, the, the very concept that showing up, you make money and then you only make another half. If you win, it's just basically a concept to not pay somebody yeah. their full worth. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, man, I'll, I'll like, I don't think they do that in freaking American football where, yeah, no. where they're you like, hey, man, if, if you, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Well, like, how makes fighting but, different, though. Yeah, of course. But how ridiculous would it be if you were a fucking baseball player and they're like, hey, you get paid like, six mil but you only get paid you know three if you lose the game you know yeah. and it's like or it's like don't this. get a hit or something yeah, like yeah exactly like, this. like let's say you go you go through like uh camp mini camp spring training camp and then you go through the preseason and then the season comes right and that's when you get paid every game you play you get paid but through that whole process you didn't get nothing that's what mma fighters yeah. are going through yeah right now. that's yeah the whole process of just go, like preparing for everything and improving yourself, you don't get no compensation for that no. unless you actually step inside. And if the NFL did that, dude, people would be going crazy. Yeah. 
but I, I think because people don't, people don't like, I don't want to say they turn a blind eye, but because they don't equate it to being the same. Right. And I think also because obviously in other sports, they play a lot more, but they play a lot more because we're getting punched in the face with small gloves. Yeah. We can't, we can't fight every week. And, and the guys that do, they're fucked, yeah, <laughs> you know? True. And so it's one of those things where it's such a hard sport that, you know, like three fights a year is a lot. Think about that. Mm -hmm. Three fights a year is a lot. And then if you're in the UFC and you're cutting weight like that, like I cut 10 to 12 kilo every time I fight. I don't want to cut 10 to 12 kilo more than three times in a year. Yeah. It's not good for my body, right? So I just think like, obviously, I, I think people will go and they, they go, oh, well, it's not the same because fighters don't fight as much as like, uh, like a baseball player plays and stuff like that. But and the, the amount damage. of the amount of damage that we take, yeah. what we put our bodies through, and everything. Dude, football is the reason why I say football is because it's the closest sport I think to fighting. Yeah, to fighting, and football players should be getting paid more than they do now. Yeah, that's that's an argument for a. They long get paid time. a lot though. Yeah, they get, no, yeah. they don't get paid. They that get, much. They I don't get, know it. They so, get paid uh, enough for them to live comfortably. Be rich, yeah. 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 But you know, the minimum pay I think for NFL is like. What is it like 200,000, 150,000 or something? That's that's if you're on a practice if yeah, you're on a practice squad like yeah. not on TV you getting 150,000. Yeah, just to practice. Yeah. Just to be the B team. Yeah. You're 150,000. You don't even have to play. Yeah. You're just there like during the week. Yeah. Why did I pick this sport, <laughs> man? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. What was that uh white boy from uh West San Francisco? San Francisco? Uh San Francisco. Yeah. White boy. The running back. Oh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. Man, that dude is a beast. But anyways, but yeah, that, that's the reason why I mentioned NFL. Because I think NFL, like, they, they're kind of going through similar things. Even though yeah. they have a union, it's like, oh, you don't play as many games, right? And But the damage that they're taking but to their bodies is insane. If you're in the league for more than four years, you get 4,000 every month. No matter oh, yeah. no matter who you are on practice player association, right? Yeah. So if you if you're in the league for four years, you're getting four thousand for the rest of your but, life. But think about that. Like, there are guys. First of all, there are guys that have been in the UFC, and they're like, "This guy's been in the UFC for ten years." And I'm like, "Who the fuck is he?" Exactly. You know, because they never promote him. He's good enough that he stays in the roster, but they never want to like you know highlight him yeah. or anything. Which that yeah. in itself is she's criminal but like those guys should be you know like on a salary you know like i get it like you're maybe your first contract in the ufc you're you're a free agent proving yourself yeah, yeah proving yourself man by third contract at, at the very latest it should be a salary mm -hmm. right it should be okay we're gonna take care of you now because you've had eight fights with us and obviously we like you, you know, but it's so cutthroat. They that guy will be on his third, fourth, whatever contract, and they're like, Oh, you lost three fights in a row, or 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 even you won one fight out of your last whatever, and it was but it was boring. And then it's like cut. It's like what it's crazy somebody going out there fighting and you're like, you don't know. Well, yeah, think about That's that crazy. too. Think about how like they'll cut you if they find you boring. Yeah. I beat I I still controlled him. 
another guy who knows how to fight. I still another grown man. Another grown man or woman. <laughs> Equality. Um, <laughs> but I still controlled that person, right? Yeah. And I get it. Lay and pray is not like interesting, right? But you still were able to physically dominate another human being in a locked cage that knows how to fight for 15 minutes, right? But you're going to cut me because my style isn't appeasing to, to everybody. Like, fuck, man. Like, that sucks. And it's not even just the UFC. It's like the all promotions. All promotions. They're, they're doing the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, it's just this is a this is an issue with this sport that is alarming to me because it's not improving you know that the bonuses were more 10 years ago than they are now i don't think i realized the that. bonuses were like seventy five thousand. i didn't i don't think i realized I there was a either. point where it was seventy five thousand, and there was a point when there was a hundred thousand bonuses two hundred thousand. you know what actually I think I remember the hundred thousand bonuses. Yeah. But the thing is, like now it's fifty thousand. It's like, yo, inflation, like yeah. can improve. You know what I mean? Like it's just so why they haven't only give the, out four, right? Yeah. Why haven't the older fighters spoken up about it? Because, because most of them that they do speak up, people don't really care. Yeah. So well, I mean there, I mean, there's the whole lawsuit going. Yeah, the lawsuit's going. If yeah, that that should be interesting to see what but happens this year. I think that that's the thing is like I don't feel like I, I, I mean, because I'm interested, I'll look up stuff, but I don't feel like I necessarily like, it's not pop culture. Like no, no random person is going to be like, oh, there's a lawsuit against the UFC that's been going on for ages. Mm -hmm. Like no one, no one brings that up unless they're in the know. Do and you ever talk about that on the mat? Never. No. Talk about that. No. They don't care about that. Yeah, we don't. We don't finish training and go like, "Hey, you hear about that lawsuit?" <laughs> you know, like, and that's the thing. Like, it, I think it needs to be pop culture. You know, it, it needs to be a little bit more mainstream known in order for it to have any effect. Otherwise, it's just like it's hushed. It's like, you know, let's say, like for example, Jim Miller. He's been in the UFC for like, I don't even know, since it's been started, right? Mm. He's still fighting. He's fought at 100, 200, and he's going to fight at 300. That's insane, right? Mm. But most people don't know who he is. We might, we know. We know, yeah. But most people don't know who Jim Miller is. But he's a guy that's like, he should be known. That's yeah. Now that you think about it, think about it if you worked at Bell South or I don't know, what's, what's the company here? Like any company like Tops mm -hmm. for 30 years. And that's just in the nine to five. Bro, they're going to reward you with something. Oh, yeah. for sure. I mean, even classic fighters, right? Like, man, people will go and they'll be like, well, who's the fighter that made you want to want to fight? And I, I feel like half the time they're thinking I'm going to say like Khabib or McGregor and stuff. And I mean, I started in 09, right? Yeah. Like Forrest Griffin. And when I say that, I think like seven out of ten people don't know who he is. And I'm like, he is the ultimate fighter come on man like <laughs> like and he's still he's around first, the, did you meet him one? yeah i did oh yeah he's, cool. yeah. he's yeah, super he's cool. cool yeah well and he's good friends with uh coach wood so he would come over to syndicate okay. sometimes too oh, yeah. he's he's one of the original syndicate he's guys. one of the original syndicate guys right like <laughs> when i the, to be i met him a couple of times and to be fair i i felt like he probably thought i was a weirdo because like i don't get starstruck 
right? Most of the time. But this is the guy that made me want to fight, right? And so when I saw him, I remember like reading his book as a kid too. I saw him like, <laughs> you know, like you're just like, and then just be like, oh man, like just because like without him even knowing it, just him and his career, it completely changed my life, you know, and and not even just you know his career making me want to fight, but I read his book and at 14 and I remember thinking the got fight book. I remember thinking like, uh, he, he was talking about how, like, Hey, if you're a young athlete and you're, you want to be a professional fighter, you got to know that you need other skills. Cause this is not forever. And that at 14 years old was so important for me that I started going, okay, I need to know how to coach. I need to know how to do this and that for, after right because if if someone didn't say that to me i probably wouldn't have done it you know so all of those things like so many i think pieces of of who i became they were rooted in his career and and those things that he did and so like meeting him i was like <laughs> yeah, yeah you know so yeah i i think like and Forrest Griffin, I mean, he's got an award for helping the community that's named after him and everything. Like that was one of those situations that I was really grateful that it's like your your idol is the person that they're they're actually a good person. Yeah. Like they, they sometimes they're like, you don't want to meet your idols because they're not they're not the people that you think they are, right? And <laughs> I was like, no, he's he's the nice guy and funny and and like just amazing human yeah, i met him in china oh yeah yeah, yeah. he was yeah. at the pi right no i wasn't even at the pi i was at like shenzhen okay in shenzhen like right from right across from hong kong right? yeah, yeah, yeah this was when hong kong was going it was going down in hong kong remember 2019 yeah yeah so this was like right before the pandemic yeah china had the card Wei Li was fighting uh just gone drives in the main event ah, okay title. okay yeah so i met him during that fight week for the first time Dude is like the normalest dude you ever meet, right? Yeah. Even though he has impacted so many people in this sport, and I'm pretty sure there are people go up to him every day. Yeah. Fighters, regular people, and go up to him and be like, oh, yo, like your fight got me into it. Like yeah. just watching it as a fan. But he's just when you meet him, he's just like, Yeah, guys, what's what's going on, man? Like, <laughs> you know, he, he does a lot of the road to UFC stuff, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he does a lot, of, he like recruits all of that stuff too he, as well. He's the head of Talent, talent, yeah, yeah, in in the PI or yeah. something like that. Dude, dude, remember when uh Dana White gave all his like buddies jobs in the UFC? Yeah. Griffin is the only one that got left. Actually, has a job. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason why is because he's valuable. He actually <laughs> has. To, he actually does something. He actually does something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he actually wants, like deep down inside, he wants this sport to become better. Yeah, you no, can I, feel that. You can him. see that. Yeah, and that's that. if Dana White were to. When he retires and stuff, if Forrest wanted to take over, I actually think he'd yeah. make some good changes, man. I think I think he'd be nice to have. Man, in seeing in seeing like him in person, you can tell he really cares about the fighters. I'm not saying Dana White isn't nice in person and stuff. I don't know, like I've never met him personally. I actually have friends that are good friends with him. Mm. And and they always talk about how nice he is. But at the same time, make the changes then yeah. you know like i know you care about your athletes that you know 
but make the changes, you know. But that's crazy to own a stable of fighters and not know them. Man, the UFC you know is so inflated right There's now. There's 600, though. 700 fighters on the roster. Yeah. And then they're get people getting cut and signed all the time. Yeah. So yeah. if you're like barely at the bottom I, of a division, yeah. of course you might not know you. I, it's like I, going to janitor, right? Yeah. 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 That's why it's such a, that's why, <laughs> that's why. Yeah, that's why it's such a big deal when he's giving shout outs on the on, you know, who's coming up and stuff. It's like that's that moment where you're like, oh, my God, like my boss actually knows my name, <laughs> you know. And I mean, to be fair, like. But you can hard. see who's cool with Dana and who is not cool with Dana yeah. when you watch the face offs. Yeah, 100 percent. You could tell like who actually knows him or doesn't know him or who's like interest to like meet him or yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. could tell by their body language like oh he doesn't have he doesn't really like Dana White yeah you know you could tell in certain fighters but but yeah it's um man Dana White ain't going nowhere no he's gonna be around until he's like 80 90 like he, you know he's, he's like gonna... he's, he's he's like his he fixed his health <laughs> so it could be longevity you know what i mean like just, <laughs> he's secretly a robot that's what it oh, is well, he's the he'll be a cyborg guarantee. yeah he's got the money i think like that's the level of like technology and like age yeah stalling that he wants to do you know what i mean because i don't know like some of the stuff that he's doing like from like nutritionists and like dietitians point of view it's not good for you at all oh yeah yeah like all of that fasting stuff it's not oh, really good yeah. for you at all um yeah, they they dive into. It. I'm not a nutritionist, so I'm not gonna talk about it deep. But because people will be like, "You talking shit? You don't know nothing." I'll be like, "Yes, I don't." He's got some good nutritionists hired at the BI. <laughs> you know, he doesn't like, even use them. I know that's what I mean. He uses that guy. That guy. Yeah, I know. He's just I, running around saying like ridiculous. He just says whatever, man. Yeah, and they believe him because he's backed by big businessmen. You know yeah, well, I mean? exactly, and that's the thing is, it's like a cycle, right? You get these guys, he's like, hey, look, I'm backed by big businesses and, and businessmen. And then, like, you know, you get Dana White. And then suddenly now now he's backed by Dana White, you know? And people are like, hey, look, we should listen to that. And and then you get all these actual nutritionists who are like, please don't listen to that. <laughs> it's like drinking Prime to rehydrate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, come on. I'm guaranteed some fighters do that, too. They're just like, oh, this stuff tastes great. Man. You know, I heard that that drink is like toxic. There, there's also, I mean, because we would train in the PI, right? And they hand them out for free to fighters okay. and stuff. I've never drank it. I never. There's some, there's some fighters, especially okay. when it was difficult to get. They would take it home and then they would sell it on eBay and stuff. Oh, because it's difficult to get. It was at uh, at one point when the UFC yeah. had done the deal, but it wasn't really mass produced, especially in like Europe. Yeah, they'd, oh, I've heard you in Europe. Yeah, they'd like they, they'd make like some money, man. Like illegal, like prime drinks. Hey, want to get some you got prime? Six pack? <laughs> you got six pack? I need that red. I got that prime. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it's man, it's it's crazy, like how the UFC has it, it has changed. You know, what I mean, we never yeah. saw this before, like this fake news, fake fight announcements. One side, one side signs, the other side doesn't. They announce the fight. You know what I mean? Like it's just weird to me. Like, stop doing that. We don't need that. We don't need we we. Your fight announcements are great and all, but you could just announce it on social media and we'd be just as excited yeah. if you did it. You don't have to be talking on live. You know what I mean? Just do your thing. All right, let's move on to the next one. Um, now, 
Kayla Harrison signs with the UFC. What their plan, a lot of people think what their plan is, is that they're going to make her into the Ronda Rousey 2.0. Basically, Ronda Rousey, but a better version of her, right? And we talked a little bit about this before, about how Kayla is not that old right now. You know, she could go on a run. Chael Sonnen says, Chael Sonnen is saying like, yo, it's not the same story. Like, Ronda Rousey was, you know, the first one, and she was the champion of Strike Force, and she's the one who said we're going to make women into UFC. Like, Killer Harrison has none of that stuff. Yeah. Like, what can she, she do? She's not even cute. Okay, she's not even cute, right? <laughs> like, it, you know, there's like a combination, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, Rousey had that, she had the pioneer story. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's, you're never going to have another Ronda Rousey mm-hmm. because she already did it. You know, she was the women's pioneer. Yeah. And just because there are parallels doesn't mean that it's going to be the same. Right? Yeah, yeah, she's going to be a Kayla Harrison. Yeah. She's be a dominant fighter. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, be, just because she does judo, you're not going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think her fighting style is different as well. You know, what it's I mean? better. It yeah. But, yeah. She's more violent. Like, yeah. Ronda Rousey was doing the arm bars and all that, but she was doing that off her back a lot. But Ronda couldn't fight. No. <laughs> she could arm bar. Remember when she knocked those girls out? It was like, when she knocked those girls out, it just showed you the level of the other girl. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. Ronda Rousey was the striker. Like, yeah. look at her hit the mitts. Remember she was doing all that she did funny the, shit? Like, she threw the, and her arm like went yeah, yeah. all the way around. And you're oh, like, yeah, when she was shadow walking. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like this. <laughs> yeah. That was wild times, man. But, but hey, and that, that was the face of the women's yeah. It worked though. Yeah. Like she went out and and I think a lot of the times the girls were beat before they even went out there. Yeah. Because it was just yeah. the, the moment, dude. Start like yeah. start like you're just you're launched into like, oh, you're fighting Ronda Rousey, who's like a uh X Men. You're fighting a point. mythical creature. Exactly. Yeah. You're fighting an X-Men that's gonna arm bar you. Yeah. And then you're worried about like clinching, and the next you know she's Punching people in the face and just, man, it's just. But what trips me out the most is not even that. What trips me out the most is the downfall, how like it just became just, it was like, she's climbing Mount Everest and all of a sudden it just went. Wasn't she at one point saying that she was going to box Mayweather? Yes. (laughs) Did you know that? Yeah, I heard about that. I think Kelly Harrison's going to do great. I think she's going to do phenomenal the UFC. Just because her style, I think it could beat a lot of the girls. You know what I mean? Just yeah. take them down and beat a... Like, who's good at ground and pound that's a woman? Maybe. Name w- Whaley. Maybe, right? But yeah, you never Whaley. see her really doing ground and pound. But she probably is able to, yeah. yeah. But besides that, there's not many girls yeah. out there that's doing ground and pound, right? I guess I think about the crucifix, right? Isn't she? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... it's I don't know why they keep pushing this like narrative, but they're gonna keep pushing it. Like mm-hmm. when she starts fighting, they're gonna keep pushing it. And that, why do you think they put her against uh, Holly Holm in the first fight? Yeah, right. Actually, that's a good. That's but good. that's a older like. But it doesn't matter weird. though for them. Yeah, Holly Holm is uh, sitting on an eight fight contract with the UFC right now. Is she? Holly Holm is like forty something years old, and she has an eight fight contract. How many more UFC. fights is is on that contract? Probably like six. She just signed it not too long ago. Yeah. Oh, man. She's finishing her career with the UFC. The UFC loves her for some reason. 
she's the preacher's daughter i guess she was a pioneer know. too she's a pioneer too you know? she's probably had one of the greatest moments in MMA, UFC yeah, history, I mean, right the head kick knocked yeah out. i was gonna say like you know you you have the woman who dethroned yeah you know your your pioneer and everything and they're change gonna play the sport. that up i think that's what they're gonna do they're gonna mm-hmm. play it up they're gonna be like yeah she's the one who dethroned ronda rousey but she's the new version yeah she's the next generation right mm-hmm. she's gonna be the one to come in and clean everything out and holly home has to prove herself in this holly home i don't think it's a very good stylistic matchup for holly home at all no especially if she's holly home likes to clinch against the cage you can't do that to her no you she's gonna toss you out the either. cage yeah be like oh i won already <laughs> ring out yeah. it's like oh i won Imagine if someone won like that, though. Imagine if the UFC added that rule. Like, if you throw them out, like, you win? <laughs> yeah, bro. It's like Royal Rumble. In Royal Rumble, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you gotta go to the top rope, right? It's, uh, yeah. I still remember some of that. It's Tekken. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ding, ring out. Yeah, that's a trip, man. That's a trip. But, yeah, like, uh, there's gonna be so much pressure on Kayla Harrison, too, though, at the same yeah. time. I think it's, she, she gonna take She's it. She's used to it, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know? I think she'll... She'll do well. I don't think that people should trip out and, and continue talking about Ronda Rousey. So that doesn't you know, make sense. It man. doesn't. It doesn't. Kayla Harrison. But is just her breed. name. Yes. And how big she is, even with her going to wrestling and stuff, it's gonna make it even bigger. It's gonna just gonna bring more views too, because it's bringing views from WWE. They're like Ronda Rousey. Oh, Kayla Harrison. She's the new Ronda Rousey. Like people that don't even know about UFC. Yeah, isn't Ronda Rousey? In the WWE yeah. too, so yeah, I mean, like that adds to it. Yeah, um, it's uh, I, I'll be watching, man. When Kayla Harrison goes to when she debuts in the UFC, I'll be watching. I think, I think she's gonna be able to do great things. I yeah. don't know if she's gonna be able to do like Amanda Nunez level because it's just the competition level, but if she fights enough, she could build a legacy for herself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then create an argument of like. I'm I'm one of the best ever. Mm-hmm. Maybe I am the best ever. Yeah. I mean, I mean, she's definitely gonna be able to say, like, look, like I was uh like uh like cyborg. Mm-hmm. I was I was a world champ in multiple mm-hmm. organizations as well. And I went from, you know, uh PFL to the UFC and got that belt then. You know what I mean? Like I feel like sometimes people go and they're like, okay, they were a champ in the UFC and then maybe they lost the belt and then they go somewhere else and then they get the belt there and people almost write it off a little bit. No, it's like, sure. it's like you, you got to end on that mm-hmm. high note of, okay, I was, you know, my last world championship was the UFC as if there's anything less. For mm. <laughs> like it's, uh... it's, it's weird, man. It's weird. Like the, the arguments people create you know certain you know topics but man a world champ's a world champ the world champ's a world champ man like that bellator champ that bellator title is good too yeah. especially if you're getting paid just as much yeah or maybe more yeah, right those, now, bellator those rising belts are are getting paid they more. are and they have their own sponsors yeah, yeah. imagine the spot the level of sponsors you could probably get right now because the ufc shut their doors yeah for other promotions like the pfl or whatnot right so um yeah, man. But you got to get to that stage where they're like looking for you. You know what I mean? It's, it's hard to get to that level. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not easy. Um, but we'll see, man. We'll see what, what they do. 
but yeah, it's just the sponsorship stuff, man. It's just it's sad that they took that away. And then it's just like because you are the UFC, the fighters are just like forget about the sponsors. I just want to be on that stage. Yeah. And it's like when is that gonna stop? Yeah. What is that? Gonna, when are you when are you gonna be like no, man? If I don't get what I want, I'm not gonna be on. I don't care about that stage. It's never gonna stop. It's never gonna. Stop. I feel like that. Yeah, but like there's I, people, yeah, yeah, people yeah, like that. Yeah. But I mean, like, man, like, I, look, I much rather, like, my my goal is, like, my next goal is win a couple fights, get into Ryzen, right? And to do that, to get a, you know, make good money, be on one of the top brands in the world and everything, like, hey, man, let's, if I get to the UFC, if they offer after that, then great. But otherwise... Man, I'm making a bag and I'm fighting a top brand. That's just that I'm making a name, you know. That's I think that's what sometimes that's what matters. You know, I just got an email from uh from PFL. They're right. launching the new Bellator MMA champion series. What does that mean? That's the name of it. Bellator MMA Champion Series. What is it? so Bellator 302 is the next event, I guess. Yeah. It's in March 22nd in Belfast. And that's what the Bellator, PFL. So basically, PFL presents Bellator. That's what everything's going to sound like. So confusing. At PFL some point, PFL is just going to eat Bellator. Yeah, yeah, like, why don't they just stop calling it different? Because they already... Because they're trying to play with it. They're going to see, like, oh, could this work? Yeah. And I think that's what they're doing this year and maybe the next couple of years. Is, could this work? Yeah. If it doesn't, then they just swallow it and just be PFL and then maybe... They just go see. I don't know, but but they they announced some of the fights though. They have a uh, James is fighting. Well, they didn't announce that. <laughs> but, he uh, did. <laughs> but uh, what Has is he? it? Uh, he got Carl Moore, who's like I think I think that's one of James's uh, teammates. Uh, he's oh he's fighting. Uh, oh, he's fighting Corey Anderson. Wow. And he's fighting for the Bellator Light Heavyweight Championship, too. Whoa. That's interesting. I didn't know that. And then you got Leah McCourt fighting Sinead Cameron. What? Leah McCourt's fighting Sinead Kavanaugh? Man, I, I didn't expect that to happen. Where's anyway, Kavanaugh from? SBG. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah. Like they're both. Yeah. Aren't they both SBG? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Or McCourt is like. Funny with it, I guess, but yeah, maybe she's in. They got ties, you know what I'm saying? Definitely got ties, yeah. But uh, yeah, man, championship series. That's what we're gonna do. All right, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, the next topic is sparring. <laughs> okay, so Luke Rockhold, he did an interview, and he re- he's talking about a sparring session with uh, Sean Strickland, and this is what he said: He's just that guy that doesn't care. Rockhold said. He'll try to kill you. Sean Strickland walked into Ruka one time and he was such a loudmouth idiot. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? I was so hungover, so annoyed. I was like, fuck, I'm going to get into a spar with this guy. <laughs> I, I was so hungover. I, know. <laughs> I can't even take it. But I had but I had seen him. He heard a guy in the gym. He heard him with the head kick. With like 30 seconds left, he wobbled him. And the coach was like, keep going, finish out the round instead of what most people would do, which is try to work with them, especially when you're on somebody else's turf. Sean went straight back to the head kick and tried to knock him out multiple times. There's 30 seconds left in the round. 
the kid done. Show yourself uh, as a fucking man and try to finish the round rather than just go back to the well and knock him out. So basically, Luke Rockhold is talking about watching Sean Strickland spar and trying to kill his, uh, his sparring partners. But we see many videos of that. Yeah, I mean, that's not like i don't that's normal yeah my like, thing I've is heard a lot of stories yeah but my I mean, thing is you got to fight how you i mean you got to train how you fight too yeah like if you're in camp i think it's probably the the thing was was like he they left uh syndicate because they were getting in fights that they were past sparring and everything. Mm. So like now this happened before I was there. So this is just my understanding and everything. But, you know, I remember, you know, there there was that video that went viral uh, and it was in the syndicate cage. Oh, that one with the scrappler guy. Um, no, 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 no. That was the one where he was sparring with three people, is what I was thinking of. Oh, the, yeah, but Johnny Parsons would have been, right? yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I remember that. I just remember saying that. Yeah, and I thought it was funny that it went viral like not too long ago because I was like, that's an old video, yeah. <laughs> like, but uh, I think. Yeah, him him beating up on the the other guy. I think that might have been at Couture. I can't remember. I think that might have been at Ruka. Ruka, because it was all yeah, white. All white. Oh, right? okay, okay. So yeah. Orlando, you know, rest in peace. He's dead now, right? Okay. Orlando Sanchez, I think that's his name. But he's the one who was like grappling with Sean. And but it was kind of weird, right? That video. It was like, like Sean was actually kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are grappling. Yeah, you guys are sparring, and then and then he started. He uh, yeah, he got real right? sensitive about and it. Slapped him or something. Right? Seems like he's one of those guys that he can give it but not take it. Well, we saw that. Yeah, in the shit talking, like yeah, he, he became sure. like. Yeah. I was just like, oh, that was disappointed. I was disappointed because, dude, is like I'm a man and this and that, and ring, 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 all this like boasting and blabbering on all that, and then all of a sudden he want to switch gears, and be this like. Oh, I'm gonna, you know, tone it down. I don't want to do it no more. Basically, mm. that's what he was saying. I don't want to do it no more. And it's just like you can't just hold. You can't just stop. Yeah, you you went across the line many times. Yeah, to many people, you can't just stop now and be like, "Yo, I've had trauma in my life." Everybody had trauma in their life. Mm -hmm. Some worse than others. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we don't know. Yeah, you know if he. he you know, it's kind of messed up. He could be making it up. We don't You're know. Right. You're right. Yeah. I could make up a lot of stuff. We live on an island where people come in for vacations all the time for two weeks, three weeks, one month. And you can be a different person to every yeah. single one of them. Yeah. One. You go to a gym. You just oh, I'm a crypto investor. Go to this gym. Oh, I'm a I'm a website designer. Yeah. Go to this one. Oh, I do media. <laughs> go to this one. Oh, I. I, I'm a Muay Thai fighter. I'm a cook out on the yacht. But yeah, you can. I cook from McGregor. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. He's like McGregor's here. He said no. You know, like yeah. it's just, ah, oh, man, it's just like this dude. But you've probably experienced okay. it too. Is, is it going down? Is no, it's good. It's good. Okay. Um, it's just like the reason why I'm bringing this up is because like, you guys, you guys have been to many gyms, so yeah. you've probably seen. The, the type wars. of sparring wars, right? Like, from your experience, are there a lot of Sean Strickland's out there? No. But but the ones that are, 
you can pretty much tell before the sparring even begins. Yeah. You it's always they have a certain dirty look about them. Like it's hard to explain, but they they like they talk a lot and when they when when they start sparring, you kind of hear it. Like it's just a bunch of but it's unnecessary. It's not like boom, it's like okay, then another boom. It's like Cloud, 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 cloud. Come on, come on. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, because he's talking shit. Yeah. yeah. Right. Have, did, you, have, did you see that? Like, with I your never, eyes? no, I didn't see it with my own eyes. Like, because uh, anytime he was in the PI, uh, <laughs> I, he was just like kind of like getting ready and we were on our way out. And then he wasn't in Syndicate anymore when, uh, when I was there. He was at Extreme and I, I never went over there. So, Dude, Extreme is probably the Wild West. Uh, it's it, gotta be right. It's what I've heard. I've heard that. It's I, Strickland's there. It's gotta yeah. be. I heard his is toned down. Yeah. Really? I've also. I mean, from my understanding, there's a lot of clicks, and of course, each click is different, right? You know, they're like, becoming like an American top team. You know, what I mean, it's yeah. Like, I mean, it's just getting massive. You yeah. Know? They're just and there's many coaches now, right? There's not yeah. just like there's a few coaches. I mean, yeah. Uh, Nick oh. Nick Sick is the. Oh, he's the main guy. Yeah. He's the main guy. Yeah, shout but, out to Nick Sick. He's 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 always been like pretty cool with me you know what i mean like i've always chatted with him and uh and he's done phenomenal things man like like one of the craziest one of the craziest things though about his story was him talking about how i mean you think about all the all the different fighters that he famous fighters that he works with and that that nganu bag that he got changed his life and how he doesn't have to worry about bills anymore and you're like yeah that boxing, wow the boxing fight yeah just but that just shows a difference and, in the and that's Nganu, like that's in ganu just like hooking up the homie and shit like for real like what did nick sick really do for his boxing match he was his coach for mma he was yeah. an mma coach but it's like what really did he do for boxing you know what i yeah. mean so like maybe he looked at tape strategy whatnot you know what i mean but it wasn't like like he's a boxing coach right yeah. So it's like, he was like, you know, I need him to maybe strategize, you know, as a head coach. I'm sure there's the yeah. mental too. But they're so close. Yeah. Him and Ngannou are so close. Because I've interviewed Nixick a few times and he discusses that. Like how he, like his whole family knows him. Like that's like, you know, like an uncle to his son basically, right? Yeah. They love him, you know what I mean? So um, so they're really close, man. But yeah, like that that environment and controlling that environment, like, 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 like extreme, it's... It's got to be hard, man. Yeah, he's gone every week too, cornering somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just. But he's always respectful. Mm. You know what I mean? He's always been like a guy that tells, like he says what he really feels. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, I like him. I I think that uh he's done great things. He's probably gonna do more. But, but sitting in Vegas like that was like a blessing, dude, for him as well. Because mm. like all the fighters came to him. He didn't have to really, you know, what I mean, there was already fighters there, but like. You know, Ngannou came to him. Yeah. You know, a few fighters, right? And there's a reason why, because they get along with the coach, right? Yeah. It's not because you know, um, they hate the coaches. You you gotta love your coaches first before you move somewhere, right? But uh, yeah, for for Sean Strickland, like sparring, he's like known for that, right? I wonder, I wonder how his career is gonna pan out now that he's not the champ anymore. I wonder, like, what's next for him? Sometimes. Well, because like he's the he became the champ that nobody expected to be the champ, right? He's one of those guys. So, in one way, you could say he, you know, he goes back and 
and he does what he was doing before he became the champ and he just you know goes in and fucks people up but i think he's gonna be a gatekeeper yeah i mean in other ways yeah he he might just well, go down he was, he was always the gatekeeper yeah and then he became the champ right but then he just goes back to his regular role of like win two lose one win one lose one you know like it, it could be like that situation but i'm pretty sure he's made enough money now because it doesn't seem like he's like a guy that's just going around spending a gang of money right yeah. he's pretty normal guy right yeah but it's probably made enough money now and he's going to continue making a lot of money to the point where when he does retire he's going to be good man i mean he lived in the same housing complex as me like <laughs> so yeah i mean i think he i think he's you know pretty pretty normal yeah, yeah. Know, he's like... got a, it seems like he's got a like a girl that takes care of him and stuff like that i think yeah. that's important you gotta have a girl that take care of you you know what i mean especially when you I think, especially as a fighter, you know, it's like you expend so much energy and you do so much to your body. The, the best memory I've ever had of my, like, like of just like coming home and like having like trained, sparred. This is in Hong Kong, and I'm like tired as after teaching for like two classes, and I I'm like walking up the mountain, walk up my flat, and like I can smell the cooking. I open the door and it's like, hey, babe, I made you dinner. And you're just like, yes. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> hey, ain't nothing like a woman like that, man. Dude, my wife, I've been married for like 15 years or we've been together for like 15 years or whatnot. But when I first met her, she used to feed me like legit with the spoon, like feed me my food. Does she do the airplane? No, no, no. <laughs> no, but she was legit. Like she would feed me. Like we would go to dinner, and we'd be sitting face to face, and we'd be eating our our meals or whatnot. And then she would just be cutting it for me, and then like she just feed me and shit. Like I think that's that. I also think that's Asian culture, though. Sometimes I don't know, man. Sometimes Once like started doing that, I was like, oh. I don't, I don't know. I'm maybe not all and everything, but like definitely I know some depending on how they're raised too, right? Yeah. But it's like really like no no no, I'll serve for you. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I mean, I can I can serve my food. And it's like, no, 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 no. There's, I, there's, Latinas there's, too. Yeah, yeah, there's a there's a that's one of the main reasons I think a lot of guys that come to Asia end up marrying Asian women is because of that thing. Because they take care of the man. A lot yeah. of them. I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them, that's kind of like how they were raised. Like, yeah. that's what they saw their mother do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they could be independent at the same time. No, and that's, that's the thing. It's like, right? uh, like they'll be like the strongest independent yeah. fucking woman. Yeah. And then, but they still feel like they got to take care of you. And you're like, Thank, yeah. thank you. <laughs> you always need someone to take care of you, man. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter how like um, I'm independent and I'm like I'm I'm I got steel skin and all that. Come on, you do need somebody, right? You're not gonna mm -hmm. be the same every single day. Someone's gonna be there to kind of like talk you up a little bit, you know what I mean? And and they're gonna and your and your girl's gonna see you at your most vulnerable moments. Yeah, especially in this sport. Yeah. So it's just. It's important, man. I don't know about women that they need guys. I don't know. I don't think guys would be. Do guys support the women? This oh, it does. It does sometimes do that. Like we've seen that. Like we've seen guy fighters, but the woman fighter does better in yeah. their career, and then almost like the guy fighter shuts their career off to help them. They almost become or they kind of 
semi-retire so that they can end up coaching up the the woman which kind of like destroys their career yeah i mean i guess i think most likely what happens behind closed doors is they're going hey look like Mm -hmm. you can make more money and go a lot further than me and that's an investment you know that is an investment Misha Tate and Brian Caraway. Yeah. Mm. Brian Caraway was a top 15 bantamweight in the world. Yeah. Beating guys, like real legit guys, while Misha Tate was on her championship run or whatnot, right? And he kind of put that to the side to help her. That's and then love, she ended though. up leaving him. <laughs> oh, no. We don't know the whole story, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> Tim Elliott, too. Oh, oh, that's the worst one. Yeah. I interviewed Tim Elliott after that and asked yeah, him about seen it. it seen, yeah. I was like, but he seemed like he was like, dude, it was like his friend. He was like, mm, well, like he telling the yeah, story. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like his friend, like his training, that dude, that glory MMA. They had some wild things going on in there, man. You had that. You had the gambling thing going on with people with federal mm-hmm. indictments and stuff. But, uh, yeah, the Tim Elliott situation, that's wild, dude. His friend and training partner on their marriage night? On their wedding night? That ain't the one, man. <laughs> and then they both went and cornered him for his bare-knuckle fight. It's an evil world. It was world always going on. Dude, how evil can you be? Like those It's people. an evil world we live in. Now, I'm not blame- like they're both equally responsible for that, mm-hmm. right? Like, man, I'll- that girl hasn't fought since. Mm-hmm. I think she's signed still. Maybe. I'm not for sure. But she was fighting in the UFC. Mm-hmm. She hasn't done an interview since. I've interviewed her too in, in the past. And she's always been cool. Like she would be messaging me to tell Tim Elliott to like get all the interview. Like I would message her to remind him. Mm. And then, you know, then this all. So while I was, that was going on, this was already going on in their world, right? And Tim Elliott had no idea. It was just wild, dude. That's one of the wildest stories, man, I've ever heard, man, in the gym. But I bet you there's more. I'm sure there's more. There's way more, I'm man. sure. I wish I remembered all the stories that I've heard. And I would just spew it out eventually later on. Just like, yeah, this one, this one, this one. <laughs> but I have such a bad memory that I forgot even my life. <laughs> I forgot things that I've done. You know what I mean? Like you see I, a photo, you're like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you know what's bad about that is like my girl, she would flip that on me. She'd be like, Oh, I told you that like two weeks ago or a week ago. I'd be like, I don't remember anything about that. Mm. But then sometimes I'm thinking, like, she just made that shit up. Yeah. So it's my fault. Yeah. You know? Is she that evil? It's an evil <laughs> world we live in. It's an evil world. That's right. It's an evil world we live in. Oh, man. It's 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 wild, man. But uh, what's next week? Next week's UFC. Let's, let me check this out. Which one is it? Is it 190? Oh, is it the pay-per-view next week? Is it 190? No. Uh, it's, a, it's a Vegas card. Okay. Apex. It's uh, Jack Hermanson versus Joe Pfeiffer, main event. Danny Gay versus Andre Feely, co-main event. Feely's Michael cool. Johnson's fighting. Brad, oh, 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 man. What? RoboCop is fighting? <laughs> RoboCop is fighting. 
You know Robocop. Yeah, right? yeah, Gregory yeah. Rodriguez, yeah. right? Man, I, I didn't even see. Man, I got to keep track of it a little bit better. It's just like, I didn't even see that. Damn. Man, and Bernie it, Garcia's fighting too. There's, the, there's some good matchups the next week. Loma's fighting next week too. As oh, well. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's after that, then we have um, UFC 298 Vault versus Taporia. Yeah, that one. Like, in two weeks. We'll be, we'll be watching that together probably. Yeah. Somewhere. You know what I mean? Uh, that's going to be at the gym. Everyone's going to be there. Yeah, it's like, of course. Anytime, Volk. anytime Volk fights, the gym's packed. It is. It is nice. Um, we're going to shut it down. We, we covered all the topics. I think uh, we had some good discussions. Uh, thank you for joining us. And we'll be back on Thursday with some female guests. Because, you know, we got to balance it out. Like MMA is very equal opportunity. <laughs> um, maybe I'll transition to the other side for one event. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying um we're in the right country for that um <laughs> uh, you guys uh make sure you guys hit that uh subscribe and the like and all that stuff and then download the all-star app if you have not and we'll be back peace out peace grease